All right, guys, back here on Southeastern 14 with Max Barr, and we are previewing the weekend action in SEC basketball. Yes, we know it's a big football weekend in terms of uh, a lot of interesting games on tap uh, and, you know, bowl games, right? There's some fun bowl matchups that you guys are going to enjoy, but if you're watching this, you also enjoy SEC basketball, and there are some interesting games on the slate there. And, uh, Max, we are a week away from the start of conference play in SEC basketball, so the final chance for some of these SEC teams to grab another win and hopefully uh, not add a loss to their resume. But before we talk about the action for the weekend, let's tell you about our friends at Bet Online. Uh, the only people that don't get uh, time off this year, uh, again, aside from Max and my, myself, um, are pro athletes and the, our friends at Bet Online because uh, they are working for you every day uh, to give you all the best uh, odds that you can find uh, NFL bowl season, NBA in full swing over the holidays, bet online, not taking a second off to make sure that you have all the up to the second odds news and info that you need. Uh, so head over to our friends, BetOnline.ag. all the sports wagering info available, uh, both desktop mobile access. Again, they've got everything you need. Um, and so head there today to get in on the action. Remember, use that promo code, believe B L E A V to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts. All right, uh, Max, we're going to, again, go across the board here in terms of looking at just, there's a lot of games, right? And so we're not going to really spend a lot of time on most of these games because most of them are probably going to be high double-digit spreads. Uh, yeah. And so we're just like, what's the point to do that? So if we don't mention your team, Again, it's probably because you're playing someone you're going to likely beat by 25 or more. Um, but there are a couple games th that have piqued our interest. And let's start with Alabama and Liberty. They're going to play uh, on Saturday. That's a 1 p.m. Central tip. That's in Birmingham. Um, as we know, Max, I mean, Alabama has five losses at this point. That's been the big discussion. Played a tough schedule. Um, did not really capitalize on some of those opportunities that were available to them, uh, but they can score with anyone uh, defensively. They can give up some points uh, and they're going to play a Liberty team here that, you know, uh, everyone knows that I've talked about over the years, huge fan of Richie McKay and just, you know, what he has done uh, with that Liberty program. They have a style, they execute it to perfection. Uh, and, you know, it is the Virginia esque style, right? Like that's the way they play because he was a former assistant under Tony Bennett. And so pretty good uh, Liberty team here heading to play an Alabama team uh, that, again, can score a lot of points, but don't look past Liberty either. They've been pretty efficient on offense. So Alabama should win the game, Max, but this um, could be closer than people think. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In, in a weekend where we're going to see a lot of double-digit spreads, um, I think we might get a single-digit one here. Might creep right up to 10, um, but I'm very excited for this game. Very excited. Liberty is no joke. No, I mean, they've got three losses and they're all quality, right? FAU, Grand Canyon, Charleston, three quality programs with all good coaches. Uh, and they beat Furman, Wichita State, and the king of the American East, Vermont, all by double digits. Smoked them all. You know, so they be, they've got multiple good wins and no bad losses. I cannot wait for the forward matchup between Kyle Road and Grant Nelson. Road is... He was on that 30-4 and four team a few years ago uh, as a freshman, uh, just the veteran of this team. Liberty doesn't play anybody over 6'7", right? They do not have a ton of height, but they do rebound very well. 
uh, I think their guard, Vanzant, I'm going to butcher the name, Vanzant, Vanzant, whatever it is, he's one of the best guard rebounders in the nation. 6'3 and averages over eight rebounds a game. This team's scrappy, right? They're going to fight, and I've talked about the fight in Alabama before, how I like their fight. This can be a scrappy game, man. Um, the thing about Liberty, though, is they've got a, where their defense matches up against Alabama. It's a little bit interesting. Uh, so Liberty gives up the 32nd least amount of points from three, 40th most from two, right? So they guard the three-point line very well. They're all a little bit shorter, under 6'7", can switch defensively, uh, play that pack line, that Virginia. But they do give up some some interior scoring with that lack of height. And that's going to be – I'm interested to see how that works with that Alabama offense, as we know, how <laughs> how that green light uh, beyond the arc works for Nate Oates and company. So going to be interested to see how Alabama goes about attacking this Liberty defense where, you know, they're probably going to have to score inside a little bit. Um, but, yeah, just very excited for this game. That that matchup at the four between Road and, and Nelson is, is really going to be something special. Um, this is going to be, this is going to be a tough one. Do not overlook Richie McKay's squad here. Yeah. Keep in mind, these two teams have played a couple times in recent years. Um, yeah, I know I'm going to miss one, but I'm going back and looking at this. They played in 2018. That one was in Huntsville, Alabama won the game by nine points. Um, you know, that was the Kyra Lewis, John Petty, Dante Hall, Herbert Jones team. Um, you know, they went up against the Liberty team that year that, won 29 games, got to the NCAA tournament, beat Mississippi State. Uh, so that was, you know, one of your recent results uh, with these two. And that was a game, and, and here's my point I'm making on this, that was a game that was played in mid-December. Um, fast forward to, and Alabama fans know where I'm going with this, fast forward to last season. They play in the second game of the season, and Alabama just completely smokes them, uh, 95-59 in Tuscaloosa. Um, you know, and the only game Liberty had played to that point was, you know, they, they played Regent, uh, in game one and won 104 <laughs> to 38. I don't, nothing against Regent, but that was just, you know, that was your prep for Alabama. And, you know, you came in and again, the style didn't equate, right? Like just one of those where Alabama, I think they scored 50 something points in the second half. Um, just kind of went nuts, uh, and just shot a lot of free throws in that game too. Looking back at it, 31 to 38. Uh, at the free throw line. Um, and so, yeah, Liberty really struggled in that one last season. So we'll see if they can kind of, you know, flip that a little bit and make this more their type of game um, and maybe have a result a little bit closer to the one they had in 2018 when these two teams played. But again, don't discount Richie McKay's ability uh, to put together a really good game plan here. But as I've said, you know, I mean, I'm still higher on Alabama than most people are uh, with five losses. And I've kind of explained my reasoning why. Uh, and this, I think, would be a good win to have on the resume uh, if they were to be able to to pull this one off against Liberty. But it should be an interesting game, and we'll see if just Alabama overwhelms them offensively like they can a lot of teams. Um, so, yeah, interesting matchup there in that one. All right. It's the one we've been talking about for weeks now, Max. Multiple weeks we've been talking about this game. Little did we know how interesting this game would be. Uh, of course, because we go all the way back to December 2nd when UNC Wilmington went to Rupp Arena, beat Kentucky 80-73, gave the Cats a stunning loss there. Now they're going to head to Bud Walton Arena and try to do the same thing against a team that is not playing as well as Kentucky. Uh, And, you know, this one, Ken Palm has this an eight-point game. 
uh, with, of course, we're talking about heading to, to play this Arkansas team that is eight and four on the season, even in wins, uh, has not, you know, really put it all together just yet, aside from maybe the Duke game. Uh, and so what are you seeing with this one, Max? Because I mean, look, it's, we, we've reached that point now with Arkansas where it is okay. You've got to start figuring some things out because it does not get any easier for here from here, literally starting with this game. Uh, and remember they play Auburn next Saturday. Um, that's the, the SEC opener. So what, what do we see from Arkansas here? Do we know? <laughs> that's a great way to lead into it. Do we know? To answer your question, no, we don't, but we'll do our best here to, to break it down. Um, if you're looking at the anticipated spread, I would guess anywhere from six to eight-ish uh, favorite for Arkansas, somewhere around the two, three possession range. Um, and that has a lot to do with this being at Bud Walton. If this was on a neutral floor, I think it would be closer to a two or three point favorite for Arkansas. Um one thing I will start with is that everyone keeps talking about the Kentucky-UNCW game. Just everyone keeps talking about it, and for good reason, right? Kentucky is – is that's their lone, you know, blemish on their on their record. But, listen, they didn't have their starting point guard. They didn't have their starting center, and they didn't have a backup seven-footer either. So there was a lot missing there for Kentucky. And also, Arkansas is not taking this team lightly now, right? Whereas Kentucky might have overlooked Wilmington – no overlooking this team anymore. Um, what I will say about Wilmington is the guard play is just phenomenal. I mean, they are second nationally in turnover rate, right? They do not turn the ball over. And this year, contrary to must teams of past, this is not an Arkansas team that is going to force a lot of turnovers, or at least they haven't yet, right? Uh, they've done a lot of their defensive damage around the rim with that really high block rate you're seeing from Brazil and Chandler Lawson and, and such. So where I don't think UNCW will cough the ball up, they might have a lot of their shots affected around the rim, which might kind of even that out a little bit, but man, are they balanced? I mean, four guys in double digits, um, it can really hurt you in a lot of different ways. And the main way is with their six, seven forward Trezarian white. I mean, he's, he's 27th in the nation in usage. I mean, they just feed this guy all game long trying to get him touches and he ranks eighth in the nation in fouls drawn. Right. So that's, that's important for the rim protection of Arkansas. Can they get a home Bud Walton whistle and defend without fouling? Right. So I'm going to be interested to see that, you know, how does Brazil Lawson, even Mitchell, right. How do they, match up against white who's a little bit quicker uh than say mitchell is a little bit shorter i'm gonna be very interested for that matchup but also arkansas has a bit of a path to victory here with the free throw line as well arkansas is ninth in the country in free throw attempts per game and wilmington ranks outside the the top 200 in in defensive free throw rate so they, they put teams on the line a lot um i think you can see here the path to victory for arkansas if they bottle up um they bottle up the rim protection, right? They don't let Trezarian White just get whatever he wants. And then in turn, they are very aggressive offensively. I think you see a nice path to victory here for Arkansas. But man, you are really going to have to play, you know, a full shot clock of defense against this Wilmington team because they're not turning the ball over. They're just not. Yeah. If you go back to the Kentucky game, you know, if you didn't watch it, you're trying to figure out, well, how did they pulled this off right well kentucky didn't shoot the ball well um from outside but they did get the free throw line 25 times kind of to further your point on i think there will be opportunity i think 
if I had to do the, the over under, right? Like I'd bet Arkansas to get over 25 free throws. Probably. Um, I think that probably happens in this game just based on, I think their path to winning it uh, would be my guess on that. And of course, Wilmington hit 11 threes in that game against Kentucky. Again, they shot 50% from two. Um, they did have 12 turnovers for a few more than, than maybe you would expect, but they also out rebounded Kentucky, which is something that, you know, just should not have happened probably. So, um, yeah, so there were a lot of things that they put together and did well. But again, keep in mind, you know, this is also the same team that, you know, beat Georgia Southern on the road by five um, a couple weeks ago. Georgia Southern is 0-12, you know, so take that for what it is, right? I mean, it was a close game against a team that's 0-12. They beat Marshall 78-69 to on the road. Marshall's a team that, as you know, just plays a ridiculous pace-type game. Like, they they are up-tempo. Um, they're 5-8. and eight. So this is a game that Arkansas should win. Yes. I mean, I, we can talk about everything we want about Wilmington winning in Kentucky and all that, but Arkansas should win this game. But I think the bigger question, as I said, to kind of lead into is what are you going to get from Arkansas here? Because this is, again, that time. We've already seen – this is usually that moment, I feel like, the past couple of seasons where it's like, all right, Arkansas is still in a slump. They're, you know, they've already – they're either they're about to hit that slump, where, remember, kind of see how they've started in SEC play the past couple of years. They've already done that this season. Like, we, we've been there. Like, now it's time to flip it in the other direction uh, if they're going to start to – make make some strides here because again the, the start of their sec schedule is not the easiest when you really look at it they're home against auburn they go to georgia they go to florida those are two teams with momentum right now georgia and florida both have momentum um you know georgia's a team we'll talk about in a second not a, a lot about their game but just kind of maybe one of the storylines heading into the weekend um so so you know those are teams that are trending in the right direction they got a&m at home south carolina at home ole miss on the road all teams trending in the right direction right now right then they got kentucky so the first, whatever, seven or eight games there, they're not gimmies in SEC play. Even though Arkansas will probably be favored in quite a few of those. I mean, per Ken Palm right now, they're the favorite. And guess how many of those, Max? Jeez. One. I'd say, oh, man, I was going to say three. Listen, it, they, they've got – so you remember, Ken Palm does this by percentages and all that. But as of right now, okay, just based on how we're looking at it, South Carolina at home is the only game in there. So remember, that's including road games at Georgia, road games at Ole Miss, um, you know, home games against Kentucky, AM, Auburn, all those teams. So just take that for what it is. I don't think Arkansas is only going to win one game in that stretch. But my bigger point is they really need a big sort of confidence booster here. Like they need to play well and get a good win here against, a, again, a Wilmington team that has a lot of upside. Um, so I know Arkansas fans have been frustrated, but yeah. If they were to lose this one, you know, I don't know what to say, kind of heading into the start of, of SEC play. They they really need to win this game, and, and I think they need to play well doing so. It can't just be kind of that, all right, oh, we played ugly again one by two. You'll take it, but, man, they need a good performance here. I would really like to see Devo Davis just be a little bit more aggressive offensively. I was looking at his numbers last year uh, compared to this year. So Devo Davis, all of last year, scored under five points seven times the whole season, right? Under five, seven times. This year, he has already done that six times, right? So, I mean, I know there's much more pieces and it's a completely different team. I know. I'm just saying, hey, that, you know, that's pretty telling with, with you know, how this team might be struggling offensively a little bit. I mean, he was shooting 40% from three in conference play last year. Right now, just a tad above 20 right? So 
I would really like to see uh, maybe just a, a confidence-boosting game from Devo here before conference play because um, they could really use it, you know. They need more easy offense. They're not yeah. forcing turnovers. Their defense is lackluster. They just need more easy baskets. And remember, that I think is one of the common themes of the teams of the past several seasons is that they were able to force a quick turnover, get an easy score. They're just not doing that a lot this season. Um, and so, like you said, they're going to have to do it against a Wilmington team that does a really good job taking care of the ball. So um, that that could be a significant storyline in this one. So, all right, those are kind of the headliners um, in the SEC. Like we said, I, I think those are the most interesting games. Of course, if you're a fan of a certain team, you're going to think maybe there's a, a more compelling storyline with your games. But let's talk about everything else, Max. And we are, again, we're not going to get to all of this. We're going to wrap this up um, soon here. But other games of interest, perhaps, Kentucky's going to host Illinois State on Friday nights. Um, you know, as you said before we started recording, the Antonio Reeves revenge game is officially <laughs> in store here in Lexington. Um, but in all honesty, I mean, Kentucky should win this game uh, pretty handily, uh, even though Illinois State is 8-4. and four, um, Cats should should be a, a significant favorite, I think, in this game. That's one of note. Uh, looking at – how about this? I'm just going to read off the schedule, and I'm going to let you take this to kind of the biggest highlights you see. Friday night, LSU is going to host Northwestern State. We go to Saturday, Florida hosts Quinnipiac. Uh, South Carolina hosts Florida A&M. We talked about Alabama Liberty. Georgia's going to host Alabama A&M. Missouri hosts Central Arkansas. Vanderbilt hosts Dartmouth. Uh, we talked about Arkansas, UNC Wilmington, Texas A&M hosts Prairie View. Auburn hosts Chattanooga. Uh, that could be one that's, you know, in terms of the rankings of these games, a little, maybe up a little higher on the list. And then Sunday, Mississippi State hosts Bethune. Um, and Ole Miss hosts Bryant. Uh, I know you're going to talk about Ole Miss, uh, Max, <laughs> but... It, what else kind of stands out in this uh, just huge group of games here? Well, to start um, doing my predictive my predictive lines when because they're not out yet, I think only one of these games is going to be a single-digit spread. Every single SEC team is going to be a double-digit favorite, except Vandy, who is going yeah. to be about a seven-point favorite against Dartmouth. And believe it or not, this might be the last game Vanderbilt is favored in all year. Um, so... Dartmouth bottom 50 team this year. It could be a good spot for Vandy to, uh, to, you know, just get back in the winning column. Almost took it away from Memphis there almost. Um, but would really like to see Vandy just, just to get a clean win, you know, just a clean, clean performance. Uh, Kentucky don't think they're going to have any issue. Uh, Illinois state ranks bottom 30 in the country in three point offense. So, I mean, if, if Kentucky's making shots, Illinois state's not going to be able to keep up. Um, with LSU Northwestern, uh, I'm really excited for Jalen Cook. I think that he could he can really take this LSU team up out of the bottom of our power rankings. Uh, in, in just two games, he has 11 assists, only two turnovers. That's better than every other every other player on LSU. So he, he's going to make a big difference. I really want to see them just blow him out. You know, I don't want to see yeah. a 10, 15 point win. Blow him out and show me that you can really win these games. Um, but I mean, other than that. Auburn should be 20 point favorite. Texas A&M should be plus or, you know, over 20 point favorite. Same with Georgia, South Carolina and Florida. So I think all those games are going to be 20 point favorites. Um, should take care of business, right? You know, I don't want to see any, any close games there, but you know what we're going to do? We're going to see a close game in one of those. Oh yeah. Somebody's going to, somebody's going to lose. I'm just yep. telling you right now, I've seen this happen before. It's the holiday lull. Someone is going to lose a game that they shouldn't. I hope I'm wrong, but I just, 
this always happens in the SEC, right before SEC play. Someone just picks up a, an absurd loss. Hopefully that doesn't happen. But. Yeah, I can. I mean, I can see it because you know the stars are aligning for a letdown here when we're saying that everyone should everyone should take care of business. Um, as for the Sunday slate, I I don't. I honestly I don't have much for for Ole Miss Bryant. Um, it's an intriguing game because Bryant beat FAU. But I think that was FAU's like worst shooting night in history, right? So um, Ole Miss should should take care of business. They're getting the ball rolling. Believe it or not, I mean, I was talking to Blake about this uh, yesterday. I had no clue Ole Miss was was eighth in the country in, in three-point shooting. I mean, if you were paying attention to us in the summer, we were like, oh, Ole Miss is going to win games 55 to 50. It'll just be gross, grindy games. Yeah, they're shooting the ball a lot better than I thought they would, I will say. But, um, I mean – it's Bryant. You, you got to win that game. So, yeah, you know, not too much other than those marquee two games. Um, but I, I bet we get a close one out of them. Listen, the only other storylines maybe I would add is Georgia's got the ninth longest active win streak in the country right now with seven wins in a row. And we haven't talked a lot about them based on maybe the schedule, but they should pick up another win against Alabama and m only has one win on the season to this point. Um, and then again, they start SEC play at Missouri, which is a winnable game. Right now, I think for Georgia. Um, so yeah, I'm curious just to see, you know, with Georgia continuing to build momentum here, heading into the start of league play. Um, you know, they're another one that does not have an easy start. They go to Missouri, home against Arkansas, home against Tennessee, at South Carolina, at Kentucky is their first five games. So um, again, not that this win over Alabama AM would all of a sudden, you know, save them in terms of if they were to lose some games in there, but it's just building momentum. Like they've done that to this point, and I think they should get another win. Uh, here over, you know, again, I think a team that, that they should be. And then I think the the other storyline really is just kind of seeing how some of these other teams continue to to build the momentum, right? Like Florida's a team that is finally headed in the right direction, um, you know, should get a double-digit win over Quinnipiac here. And then, of course, they have the big win against Kentucky to start SEC play in Gainesville. Um, so I think it's it's seeing how teams like that, knowing that there's been a little bit of a gap here with teams not playing over the past, whatever, you know, some teams haven't played in a while. Um, and so just kind of getting that game, getting back into the rhythm a little bit. Uh, and then knowing that a week from now you're playing, you know, you're playing sec games a week from yeah. now, like say so you're playing for real. You're already playing for real, but you, you know what I mean? Like, they matter a bit you, more. Yeah. This is when you really start to build your NCAA tournament resume starting next week. And so, um, yeah, I think it's it, it's just seeing how teams like that, Florida, Georgia, you know, we've said everything we need to say about Ole Miss and South Carolina and how they've been the surprise teams. And um, like I mentioned, just don't don't let one of those games pop in here, especially. And, and I think that's important for teams like South Carolina and Ole Miss specifically. You don't have the resume right now that's going to compare to other teams. Your record looks good, but you don't have the resume, so you can't afford to lose these kind of games. Um, you know, and I don't think they will, but like we said, this is just kind of, one of those things that you certainly have to look for as you get ready to start SEC play. So like, I mean, everything else, Max, I mean, like I mentioned, it's just kind of um, a slate where you should see a lot of SEC wins. Uh, I would be surprised if you don't. And the only other one, like I, I talked about was Auburn Chattanooga. I think there's, there's some interest in that one. You know, Chattanooga is a team that's, that's eight and four Dan Earl's there, um, you know, their head coach now. Um, but I don't, you know, I look, I don't, what their best win on the season is probably against Louisville. And that probably tells you all you need to know to this point. <laughs> and so, again, I'm not knocking Chattanooga. It's just we don't have the the sample size to properly right. say, all right, they're going to go in and beat Auburn, right? Auburn should be a heavy favorite in this game. So uh, Auburn, another team, too. We talk about momentum. 
they've really built that after that Appalachian State loss in early December. So, uh, and they they're another one. Actually, I, I want to say is Auburn the only team, unless I'm just forgetting a game. Auburn still has two games to go before they start SEC play. They're going to play Penn next Tuesday, um, but there may be somebody else that I'm forgetting that has a game. Then Tennessee, I think, plays next Tuesday too. I think they play Norfolk State. Um, so, yeah, this is pretty much it for SEC teams, um, minus those two heading into to, to start a league play. So, should be fun, Max. We're, we're almost there. I, I can't believe it. I mean, remember back in, geez, June when we're doing like – top five point guard rankings. I mean, conference play now is right here. I can't yeah. wait. Um, and I'm just, this is folks, the games might not be that intriguing that, you know, it's not top 25 versus top 25, but these are big games, right? You yeah. need to look good going into conference play. You need to start on the right foot. So I'm, I'm really excited for these games. Uh, like I'm going to be watching all of them Florida Quinnipiac. If it's a 20 point spread, I don't care. I'm watching it. I, I want to know how these guys look right now. No, so I'm excited. Some people watch bowl games. Some people watch Florida Quinnipiac basketball. That's what we do here at Southeastern Florida. <laughs> we watch it all. Um, so you can check out all of our bowl previews, of course. And, of course, Florida fans, uh, apologies. I know you don't have a bowl game to watch, so you will be watching Florida Quinnipiac. Join um, me. Since, since your team is not in a bowl. But um, hopefully that changes for you guys soon enough. But, yeah, check out all of our uh, bowl previews. They're all there uh, here on the channel. And, uh, yeah, we previewed yeah, every game. So, all the bowl games are, are there, and like I mentioned, we will once we get into actual conference play in SEC basketball. You know, we do kind of just a grab bag of games here. We talk about some more than others. Like once we get into league play, we will be doing predictions and previews for every single conference game in SEC basketball. So you guys will have everything you need on that. Um, so yeah, we we go full strength, like full full speed ahead here as we get into conference play. So be sure to hit the subscribe button, hit the like button as well. We appreciate you guys watching and or listening as always. And uh, again, be sure uh, to hit that subscribe button because you want to keep up with everything we're doing here leading into start a conference play in SEC basketball. So thanks as always for watching and we'll talk to you again here soon at Southeastern 14 presented by bet online.